We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What's good, everybody? Before we get into today's show, big ups to the members of the Patreon. Nick Chavez, Christopher Velasquez, Daniel Gibson, Derek Pleates, Devin Rendon, Jake Powers, Corey Johnson Hoops, Mike Wozniak, and Ryan Pisner. Some of the names that I've mentioned, if you've been a Patreon member for the last six months in a row in the $20 or $40 tier, I have sent out some merch to you guys either this week or next week. You should be getting some stuff, so be on the lookout. And when you do get the merch, tag us on the gram at Veterans Minimum at the Lamb Shows where you can find me. If you want to join the, the Patreon, if you want to support the show, patreon.com slash Veterans Minimum. There's a lot of extra content on there. There's a lot of exclusive content on there like the six packs and whatnot. So go and check that out and shout out to everybody, man. We, at the moment that I'm recording this, we got like 10 boxes left in the Super Bowl box. We announced it last week and all of you guys have been blessing it. So thank you very much, man. That's going to a good cause. We're giving away $500 to the mental health association. We're giving away 500 bucks to whoever gets the final score Halftime, there's $250, and then the first quarter and the third quarter, y'all are going to get some merch items uh, of your choice from the Loyalist shop. And then whatever money is left over, I've made it very, very clear, it's going to go into funding some of the stuff for the show, trying to buy some new equipment. So I appreciate it, man. At the moment, like I said, we got 10 spots left. If you hear this, it might be too late to quote Drake. You know what I'm saying? So sit back, relax. Enjoy this episode, and we'll catch you guys next time. I'm working hard for respect in my city. I'm working hard for respect. Yeah. You think you got it? I got it for real. You think you got what I got? Uh. This one for those they forget in my city. This one for those they forget. Yeah. This dog off the leash and it's ready to kill. Yeah. 
Ah, yes. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. I'm your host, Nick Dayas at the Lamb Shows, where you can find me. I'm joined by a special guest, my guy Jaleel. Courage. Yeah. What's good, bro? I'm about to say, most people know me as Courage, but yeah, man, it's been it's been a long time coming, man. Bro, I've been trying to get your fucking ass on this show for like years. Yeah, I would say at least, I would say at least like three years. At least. Yeah, bro. So me and you go way back. We our, our high schools were actually rivals yeah. back in the day. Yeah, Yo, you guys played at the same. You guys played at our field. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That was our home field. So yeah. you, you was at Flushing. I was at Bryant. But uh, we got close after like high school because we started playing football on Sundays together. Yes, sir. And I've been wanting to get you on the show, bro, just because you play the most wild <laughs> version of football. Yo, man, it's 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 so crazy because like every I would say every like. At least every week, somebody asks me like somebody asking me about the league. Like, yo, is this rugby? I'm like, no, man, it's it's just football, it's just seven on seven football. Yeah, man, I love it though, man. It's so fun. So let's so tell different. the pe- let's tell the people exactly what we're talking about. You play in this seven on seven, no pads, no helmet football league. Yes, sir. And you guys fucking <laughs> bully. Yeah, each other. man. Yeah, man. And the like the talent is. It's very, it's a very, uh, it's just a, such a different game, man. But it's so fun. A, if people don't know what we're talking about. A7FL Football League. It's the league I play in. Um, You've been featured on Jukes. Yeah, yo, man. This how crazy. so? How, like, how, I, Jukes, I've seen your shit yeah, pop up. Jukes posted me, I would say. Like last week, right? I would say probably more recent than that. Maybe like two or three days ago. I would say maybe like Friday. And then from that, like. 700 like my phone been going non-stop man about people hitting me up like yo how do i join this league yo i watch your league some guy from like australia or something it's crazy man so it's it's a it's a big growing league and we just trying to get it like even bigger and bigger me and the commissioner got cool over time because you know he makes a lot of my videos so he's just telling me we got a team we got a whole league branched off in florida now so we're getting big, man. We're getting big. Yo, so what? Wh- how exactly did this league start? Like, what what went behind it? Because again, like people think we we're fucking around. Like, y'all <laughs> wear no equipment at all. You see, I would say, hmm, I came into the league. I came into the league, literally, probably like fresh out of high school. But I would say the league started in maybe like twenty. Like, I would say, like, maybe, like, 2007, 2008. And it just started from, like, a bunch of guys, like, yo, man, let's go play football. The way I was introduced to the league is because every year around Thanksgiving, you know, I have three older brothers. So, every year around Thanksgiving, we'll have, my brothers will always have, like, a big turkey ball. But they never allowed me to play it because they was playing, my brothers are all grown, so they were playing with grown men. And this is, I was still high school, 15, 16, and they never allowed me to play until this one time. <laughs> I was probably senior year, senior our high school season was done. Thanksgiving, we played, and you know me, man. I showed I showed out a little bit. And they were just like, yo, man, we getting a, you know, we getting a te- we're like trying to really get a team. But this was before like we even knew about the Jersey League. We would just go around just playing like different boroughs. You know, just regular kids, you know, playing boroughs just to play, not for no money or nothing. And then um just from playing, and I guess like maybe like some research, we seen this league. We seen uh, a seven F before. It was called Town Beef. Mm. It was called Town Beef before. Uh, we seen it. 
he was like, yo, man, I mean, like, driving to Jersey sucks. But, you know, like, they have. There was 16 teams at the time. That's how crazy it was. And uh, we just joined. A lot of it, a lot of it, we were the only New York team, so everything was a bunch of Jersey, bunch of Jersey kids. It was A lot of it was basically high schools or, like, towns, or certain towns. That, that was the hint of the town beef. But a lot of it was just certain certain high school teams or, like, they all knew each other, or like junior colleges out there. You know, Jersey, they play football all day long. So mm. once we started, man, we kind of loved it. We had a, uh, we had a lot of rough years. It was just hard to get people to, you know, just like buy into it. Yeah, like the whole what really messed us up was really just the commute from Jersey to New York. I couldn't really find too many people really willing to do that on Sundays. So, yo, let me ask you, because I got a lot of questions. Like I said, I've been trying to have this conversation with you for a while. Is it is it weird to think that it might be safer without pads and helmets? Do you feel that way? You know what's crazy? Because I have a theory I could, behind that. I could honestly say uh, yes. It's like, uh, it's weird because it's like yes and no. But I would, I would say yes because... In this league, I played, like, I don't know, like, playing with pads, even though it's been a pretty long time for me, but it just, it was just really a much different mindset, the way, I, like, when I played with pads than the way I play in this league. It may look like I don't care, but <laughs> in the back of my mind, I'm always thinking, like, I don't have a helmet on, so I have to, you know, take it easy a little bit. It's Not actually, lead with your Yeah, head. yeah, of course. And it's it's so crazy because... It's been maybe nine years now, I think, I've been playing in the league. And I haven't really seen too many crazy injuries. So I feel like everybody has that mindset where, like, yeah, I'm going to, like, give it my all. But I still know that the only protection I might have is a sweatshirt. Whereas to, like, I have shoulder pads or something like that. And I would say the commissioner did a pretty good job on enforcing the rules hmm. where to make it a little bit safer. So what kind of rules are in place to... To make it safer. Well, you're not allowed. Like one of the one of the best rules I would say, you're not allowed to like dive at somebody's. You're not allowed to dive at anybody like below. I would say below the thighs without wrapping up. If you do, that's a 15 yard penalty. If you do it again, you get you know you get kicked from the game for a quarter. Um, that's one. Um, I'm bit, sure uh, hits to the head too is probably out. Yeah, of course. Um, it's just more so. Uh, we try to enforce wrapping up. Form tackling, wrapping up. We still, you know, you still get your your hard hits and stuff, but that's one thing we try to enforce the most is like, if you are going for a big hit, you have to at least try to give an impression because you can't, you know, if you run and you hit somebody super hard, as long as you're making it, you know, the impression on you're trying to wrap up. Um, you know, one time I went because uh, when did you graduate from high school? You're 2011, right? Yeah, 2011. Yeah, so I'm, bro, that's coming up on 10 years you've been out of high school. <laughs> Yo, it's scary, man. Yo, I had my ten year. I had my ten year two years ago, and then I went to a reunion last year because like some shit went down where we didn't have the ten year, so we did like an eleven year, I guess. And bro, I felt like <laughs> what the fuck, Yo, son? It's man. been so long. It goes fast, and especially for me, I had a terrible senior year, man. Oh my gosh, senior year went. I only played three games my high school senior year. It was just what happened. You got hurt? No, so this is how I went. So um, every year we went to camp in the summertime. So senior camp, you know, we're seniors, so 
we went so, we were somewhere in upstate. Coaches like somebody got hurt, like uh, concussion or something like that. So coaches took them to the hospital. The hospital upstate is probably like forty five minutes run, uh, away. All the seniors, we like, yo, man. Yo, let's take. They had the golf carts. Our coaches, they used to always drive the golf carts out to our field. I have an idea where this is going. <laughs> Marshawn Lynch. Yo, right? <laughs> oh my gosh, yo, we was going crazy, man. It was so just driving around. All the seniors though, bullying, bullying, you know, bullying uh, the lower classmen. Uh, and unfortunately, we got caught. Mm. <laughs> so it was it was a lot. Me, my quarterback, and uh, maybe like our starting DN or something. Coach made us push. A coach made us push his car. I would say like from here to like maybe like the end of Dittmar's. That's like a mile and a half. <laughs> yeah, for those for that people, are from yeah, the exactly. yeah, yeah. So he made us do that. Once we finished, once we pushed it, coach was like, yo, practice is in 30 minutes. Don't be late. If you're late, you're not playing the first few games. So that's how I went. And it was just like. It's nothing I could do, man. <laughs> we couldn't make it back. So our coach, he suspended us first two games. The third game of the season, I come back. It's a Friday night game. This is like the first Friday game in probably like Flushing history. Friday night game. Who are we playing? I would say we're playing Clinton. Clinton out of our home field. Fight breaks out. Fight breaks out maybe like the third quarter. So happened like the PSAL commissioner. I think there. I remember seeing this. PSAL commissioner's there. I coach is telling he's like, yo, it just so happens like, like you guys are a bunch of idiots. Like if the commissioner wasn't there, the guys would have let us. He would have let us. Uh, the rest would have let us continue the game. But because the commissioner's here, game is canceled. We had to forfeit. We forfeited that game. And then I believe our next two. I played play one game, play another game. Now we're in playoffs. This is the week before playoffs. Senior year, my 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 school didn't care about me. And senior year, I started at seven o'clock in the morning. So senior year, I had uh, I had gym. I had gym at seven in the morning. So I didn't really, I never really showed up for gym because it's like yo, senior year, I'm in the gym. I'm like come on, I don't need this. That Friday, game is Saturday. So that Friday before, before our playoff game against who were we playing? We were playing Curtis. Mm. First round, Curtis at their field. Oh, I was so hyped because Curtis. Were, that's where. Isn't that where uh, Curtis Samuel went to? Also, or was that Rasmus? Curtis Samuel went to a rat, da, Dominic Easley. He went to right. He went to Curtis because uh, I always on the pod in the past. Like I always show love to dudes that. Play oh yeah, in the yeah, field. yeah. Oh, you have public to. school athletic league. That's the league that Jaleel and I played in. Yo, man. So I would say so. Friday, that Friday evening, coming to school, you know, regular time. I came in probably like nine o'clock. Gym teacher's like, hey, I want to come talk to you. Come to my office. Let me talk to you. She's like, yo, um, you haven't really been showing up to my class. So because of that, you can't play Saturday. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like, what, do you, what do you mean I can't? I'm like, nah, man. Is there anything like I can do? And she's like, no, your name is already. Yo, my name was on an inactive, like the, I guess you would call it like the inactive list mm -hmm. on PSAL.com before 12 o'clock. So I guess she already had this planned. That I would honestly say that was probably like one of the worst days of my life because I didn't from probably like ten o'clock when she told me the news to like eight o'clock when I practice was over. I just spent crying all day long, crying all day long. Uh, it was just like I'm 
begging my coach like, "Yo, man, can I put on another jersey?" Like I wear, like I at this point I'm I'm acting like, "Yo, I will do anything to play." And they're like, "No, sorry, it's already Friday after three o'clock. Once your name is on this list, the only way your name will be taken off is if you guys win in advance. And Monday morning we could pull you off." So Saturday morning, wake up. I was so like, just so done. I wasn't even going to go to the game, but I ended up showing up. And it was just so hard to watch them just crying, 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 and we end up losing. And that's really how my senior year – well, I wouldn't say it ended like that. My senior year ended, so we lost, unfortunately. And we had an all-star game. and uh, The Gazy Bowl, right? Yeah. So I was like, nah, man. Like, I absolutely have, yo, I ha- yo, I have to show out. This- I, I, got a, I got a great story about your coach. That's a oh, legend. I love that guy, man. The Sanders, right? Yeah. He, unfortunately, he's not – He's not there anymore for some Bro, so check this out. I go to the Fugazi Bowl. The Fugazi Bowl is Staten Island versus Queens. Mm -hmm. It's all the best players from whether you're in the the A division or the C division or like the ones and fives. So like the better teams were fives. The worst teams were ones. And uh, we were a three my senior year. And bro, I go over there and I go as a quarterback and a kicker. Mm -hmm. So I go and I do the quarterback drills in like the first uh, day or two. And like I'm doing pretty well. Because I know a lot of the guys. Yeah, I know the guys course. from like Jamaica, from your school, too. Because yeah. I think it was only me and my buddy Bosco who ended up going. He was like our left guard. And they call specialists at the end of Tuesday. Okay. So, like, bro, maybe like 16 kids went as specialists. Like, I'm talking about like kickers and punters. Oh, wow. Your coach goes, where's the <laughs> owl kid at? And I put my hand up. He goes, yo. He's like, Nick. Sorry, fellas, no trials. <laughs> There's our kicker. And no. I was, bro, I was, listen, my head, is, my head is big already. Of course, that's your head, son. I felt exploded. like it was dangling down to my ankle. I was like, I'm a fucking man now. I was no, so good. Yo, man. And, and then I told him after, I was like, yo, that meant a lot to me. He's like, bro, you're the best kicker that I've seen in like the last decade in the PSL. He's like, good luck on anything. And he's like, yo, if you need a reference or whatever, I was like, yo, I'm going to Buffalo State D3. He's like, yo, you should be at a D1 school. I was like, you know the knock was we didn't we ain't really kick field goals. Yeah, of course. You know, not. like I, I went I went five for five in field goals in my high school career, but like my longest was a forty one yarder. Everything else was like twenty twenty five. Yeah. yeah, like bullshit like that. But my my kickoffs are always touchbacks. Touchbacks. Oh yeah, okay. <clears throat> now that's fire, man. I love that guy. So, dude, I want to go back to why I even brought this all up because my old going back to your shit with the with the wrapping up, my old defensive coordinator. Coach Hernandez, I asked him one time, I'm like, yo, what do you think has changed between like 2005 recruiting and like 2015? He goes, yo, no one knows how to tackle anymore. Yo, man. Everybody. Oh, my God. <clears throat> but if you think about it, bro, when you put your highlight tape together, what hit are you putting on there? You're not putting up the textbook rap. No, not at head all. To the right. You're putting up the shit where it's like <laughs> car collision. Bro, my yeah. leading with your shoulder probably. Yeah, your head the, the kid, the kid laid out with yeah. the ball. That's the hits that you're putting. So there's the wow factor and the boom factor, dude. One hundred percent. My senior year, I was the starting highlight tape for like six kids on Saturday. <laughs> You Yo, remember the that, song? Here comes the boom. Yeah, oh that my god. Shit. I started like, <laughs> bro. I started like six people's highlight tape. No, and, I, and I found out about this because my senior year we played no my junior year we played John Adams at their homecoming game and we beat the shit out of them. We beat them like 30 nothing. And that's the most fans I ever played in front of. Like Okay. You ever played at John Adams? They had like that crazy had, they had the They have the the bleachers were up big, high. Yeah. 
And that shit was packed, bro. That's fire. Packed to like, I remember when we pulled up off the bus, I was like, damn, son, I never played in these many in front of all these people. And we like silenced them. But then the next week we played them in the playoffs and they beat us in the playoffs. Oh, damn. So my buddy Frankie, his college roommate at New Haven was the corner for John Adams. For John Adams. And he he had a pick on me, but then I also burned him <laughs> like you a do. fade. But he told Frankie, he's like, yo, you're, he's like your boy Nick. You know, he was like five of our guys. <laughs> started, I, like that. I was like, yo, I'm sick. No, that's bro. hilarious, that's man. But yo, like going back to what you said about the whole tackling yeah. shit, like wrapping up. They don't want to see that shit. You know what's crazy? If you, if you watch an NFL game, even the tackling at that level is kind of poor. And I just feel like. Because it's just not something that's really worked on that much, to be mm. honest. NFL has gone, I wouldn't say gone soft, but they don't practice that much. And I almost guarantee 100% sure, like, a coach is not teaching a grown adult how to, you know, how to At properly. that point, you just yeah, assume, like, just bro, like, you know what you're doing. Yeah, you should know how to tackle. But it's like, yo, you watch an NFL game, he's just like, yo, like, what are, what are these guys doing, man? So, like, that's one thing in our league we try to harp on a lot. It's like, yo, you have to wrap up. Head should be up, and you should be wrapping up. Like, that's one thing we kind of preach. Because I, I, as, as we talk more about this conversation, I think, like, the difference between no pads and pads is so crazy because you feel so protected when you're wearing pads. So you're like, yo, look, if I'm a safety and I'm coming down on a running back, like, I'm going to just throw my body at him because I know I got a helmet. I know I got pads. Like, yeah, I'm going to get beat up, too. Whereas there gotta be a hesitation. Is there, I mean you're the one that plays. So uh, when you when you're about to run through a hole and you got like two guys there, like what goes through your mind when you don't got the pads on? Ah, uh, you see, with me and my mindset, I'm not gonna lie. Before, like before, whenever I'm in the backfield and they call and they call it a run play, before before the play is called, I just have so many thoughts. Like I, right, I know, like I know such and such is he's pretty good, so you know I might have to bounce this out but i can honestly say once i touch the ball man my body completely takes over and it is just i don't know i just be so locked in but i would say ah, you might not if 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 somebody out there looked at my highlights in my mindset i try to be a a finesse player in this league just because like you know i'm not really trying to be hurt you know this is not we get paid but you know this is not a job i still have to work the next Mm -hmm. day so in my mind, I'm trying to be a finesse player, but it's just like, you know, some a, a flitch just swips, uh, switches on in my head, and it's just like, you know, it just savagery all <laughs> comes out, man. I can't help it. But I would say, when I first started the league, I used to play both ways, and that that trying to hit somebody hard is never, like, never popped in my mind. It's all form tackling. Like, even, uh, even if I'm playing offense, like, we have a crackback. We still have that. In this league, me personally, I don't like that because it's just like, yo, like, they don't pay us enough to be cracking back each other mm, with yeah, no pads It's on. unnecessary. So, yeah. So, so for me, I wouldn't, like, I would never. I would never. I will just set a pick like I'm playing in, you know, our yeah, Sunday league yeah. or something. But I'll, I'll say boo before I actually, you know, try to hit somebody without looking. But I would say, like, when I was playing defense, it was always, like, you know, wrap up, you know, hips, break down, move the head, and try to make a form tackle. I would say that. All right. I want to also talk a little bit about real football. You know, NFL, we just had the conference championship games go. Before we start the conversation, though, as far as favorite quarterbacks you've played with, where am I at on this list? 
Come on, man. You know you 100% the number one. Come on, on that list, man. Right, listen, I'm my favorite Q- This has been my favorite QB. Just know you've been my favorite QB before I actually played with you. Like That's that's how long it's been. Like, come on, man. I, I make sure I tell them this every time we see each other. Like, yo, you know you're always my favorite QB, man. Listen, man, if it wasn't for COVID, <laughs> I'd kiss you right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're gassing me up. Nah, but yo, we would play on Sundays, man. Those were fun. Oh, and man. we always... You fucking were playing in so many leagues. You were in such high demand. We barely had you. But when <laughs> yeah, we did, I know, it was, man. It was a good, good time. Good, though, good man. times, man. Good yeah, time. we 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 won a championship. I don't think you were playing much that year, but we won a chip that spring league. That shit was dope. That's I, yo, bro. I was like the Bills for the longest time, <laughs> son. Dude, our team yo, was so man. yo. Our team was always like the youngest team, right? Especially when we first started playing it, because we used to play. <clears throat> we used to play an ICYP. And then, like, when we were, like, 19, 20, we went into the casino leagues. And it's all, like, adults and shit. Yeah. And then, like, we started just, like, running, like, regular season. And, bro, I think, no exaggeration, son, maybe six straight finals we went to and we lost. Yeah, man. It was just... And then when we finally won, and it was like, bro, we just got the check for thirty five hundred too. Yo, it was a nice payout too. It's Yo, like, that's it's like it's like eight hundred dollars a team, and it's like thirty five hundred. You know, it was it was lit. I wish I could experience that with you. I can honestly tell you, out of all the years I've been playing football since I was seven years old, I've only won a championship one time in my life, and I was in this league, A seven NFL, only once. Been there many, 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 many times. Even in the league, me and you playing, you know, playing with a. Uh, Yo, I don't want to name drop my quarterback, but it wasn't you at the time. So going to multiple chip games and then just getting blown out or losing by like the wildest way you could possibly lose. It was heartbreaking. <laughs> Yo, you'll probably remember this. Do you remember that NFL game when the Vikings played the Seahawks? And uh, um, in like the negative, yeah, oh and the dude Lord. missed a field goal from like twelve yards out. Do you remember how cold it was that Sunday, bro? It was like negative. I don't I'm talking know. about. I'm oh talking yeah, about here when in we New York. Yo, oh, I, I have a crazy story about that. I, I got to go in too. <laughs> we was playing. Uh, were you I, playing with us in that? Were we? Because we, I had a game, but I don't know if I was playing with you guys. But I do remember <clears> that Sunday. The entire time. I think that's the coldest day I've ever experienced. Oh, life. that was 100% the coldest day. I remember Cruz, which is like the guy who runs the team I was playing for. He would come 7.30 to pick me up. from Long- he was, That's a good guy. He used to come from Long Island to pick us up to bring us to the game. So 7.30, he calls me. He's like, yo, man, I'm downstairs. So I have this weird thing where I always like, before I leave the house, no matter what it is, if I'm going downstairs to pick up some food, I'm checking the temperature. I check the temperature. And I look at my phone, and I'm just like, nah, there's no way. <laughs> so I call Cruz back. I'm like, yo, you, like, you sure we have a game today? My phone says, like, negative. Like, he's like, yeah, man, what do you mean? The game's still going on. Yo, oh, my gosh. We go. We get to the field. We're in the, like, we're literally in the car. Like, I mean, like, right into, like, the ref screens. Captains. So we get out there. And my hands literally, like, soon as I stepped out the car, I swear, my hands literally froze. And I was just like, yo, Cruz, I don't know if I could do this. He's like, yo, kickoff team. <laughs> you go out there. We go on de- defense. The quarterback we're playing against is in a short sleeve shirt. And I'll never forget this guy. He had a little shark tooth, like, necklace. And the entire game, he's screaming, what's cold? I don't get cold. 
What is it called? And he is just piecing us apart like dime after dime after dime after dime. It's seven zip. Then it's 14 zip. Then it's like 21 zip. And after the line, I'm just looking at Cruz like, yo, son, like, what are we doing? Like, I got a jacket on. Yeah, I'm like, yo, we could like, we could just end this now. I got a jacket on. I barely could put my arms up. And I'm just looking at this guy with a white, with a t-shirt. Literally, he had a gray t-shirt on with a shark tooth. And and he just piecing us up, man. Like, vintage, like, A-Rod just dying, 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 dying. I'm like, yo. What that same the hell? day? That same day is the reason why I'll never play a winter league. <laughs> I haven't, yo, on every, on, on everything. I've, I haven't played winter since. I, yeah, I, I respect. I've been it, asked. I've been because I also kick too, right? Yeah. So like, I'm od valuable in that league because like I could throw. Yeah, but also the could, kicking you, is crazy. It's exactly. always a touchback, right? And not many people in that league could kick. Exactly. So if you have so a kicker. I've had people be like, "Yo, we'll pay for your gas. We'll give you fifty bucks." I'm like, "Bro, I am not going." Like. <laughs> I'm not no. going at all. Dude, it was so cold, bro. My hands starting to get red just thinking about it. <laughs> Yo, it was so cold, Julio, where like if this is the football, guys, I would have to place my hand on the football. Yeah, see. And I would have to physically move my fingers <laughs> Yo, on, the, on the like the, the, on the laces. laces yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, we start the game. We get the ball first. Score a touchdown. Miss the extra point. They come down. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Score a touchdown, make the extra point. The game ended 7-6. <laughs> at no, halftime, but- at halftime, I'm telling the giver, I was like, yo. Uh, I told the referee, I'm like, dude, we're not doing no like collecting money. We'll get you that shit after the game. Like, <laughs> let's fucking go. And then after yeah. the game, I told the kicker, the the giver, I'm like, yo, no disrespect, but I ain't shaking hands. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yo, bad. I can honestly remember having conversations with the refs, like in the middle of the game, and I'm just like, why are we playing in this? My ski mask was so yo. cold that I had to like when I took it off, I cracked it. <laughs> yo, that was no. Honestly, I like I wouldn't. Wish that weather on Yo, my, like. yo, no bullshit. Probably like minus 23 degrees. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Rootmetrics second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement. Not even like, not even exaggerating at all. Like, I love football mm-hmm. so much. 
and I will never in my entire life ever do that again. Like there was not like there's no amount of clothing you could put on to be warm in nah. that weather. Like it was and literally also you're out in the open. There ain't nowhere to hide. There was nothing, man. Terrible. Don't matter how much you ran to try to stay warm. No matter how much you did this with it. Like no, it was it was impossible. It was literally like playing in like Antarctica. <clears throat> Dude, you mentioned uh, that quarterback that you were playing. Reminded you Aaron Rodgers the way he was throwing seeds. Oh, what did you think of that NFC title game yesterday, man? Bucks go through Brady once again, bro. Brady, the goat. Ten, yeah. I mean that's undeniable. Like it's nah, but like he's. I feel like now he's getting up there with like, he's the goat of like, I want to say athlete, but Tom Brady's not really athletic. But I hope people will understand what I'm like. He's up there in that conversation where it's just like the goat of like all sports. Like, yeah, because like what he's doing is like. I can't even think of a word. Ten, to describe ten Super Bowl it. appearances in twenty-one years, but if you really think about it, it's really nineteen. Bro, that's he ain't play his rookie year, and then nope. he tore his ACL. Yeah, yeah. So Bro. that's fucking. Yo, he's played in fourteen <laughs> AFC title games. I just want the Giants to make the playoffs. These guys yeah. are going into the fucking <laughs> AFC title game every I year. I swear, anytime I watch Tom Brady play, I just always be like, damn, I couldn't even imagine being like a diehard Patriots fan like during that time, like. Just seeing that that level of like success and like consistency, yeah, chips just being won every damn year, year like it's yo. No matter what, you're winning eleven games at worst. Really, yeah, it really is ridiculous. But one thing I'm not, I'm so happy Brady did this because one thing I hated what people made about the Brady argument was, yeah, but he had Bill Belichick. Nobody makes that argument for anybody else. I feel like nobody brings up like nobody says Russell Wilson's great, but he has Pete Carroll. Mm. You know what I mean? So like, I'm Ooh, happy. I love Bra- that take. I like that take. I'm happy Brady, which is like, no, it's really like, yeah, it might be a little bit of the Belichick system, but like, it's me because you see, he packed his bag, went to Florida, and now he's in a Super Bowl. Like that's wild, son. That's so wild. How can you not go to Tampa though if you're him? Like yeah. the weapons that they got, Godwin. Then you could get to bring your buddy Rob on. Yeah, right. Bring A B. It's like, yeah, that's it was just like perfect. It was perfect lining up. I still I would say in September, like in my mind, I was thinking, like, yeah, they're definitely going to the Super Bowl. But I didn't know if I really believed it. Cause like, but then again, I always learned, like, yo, you never go against Tom. Never. You never better. Well, they did start playing better towards the tail end. Like, yeah. They, after that bye week, they won like four straight. And then he really started playing better because, I mean, I know I, I didn't feel that way when they got spanked at home by the <laughs> Saints. Yo. But that was the first time A.B. played, too. Yeah. And, like, he got, like, nine targets, and I felt like they fed that shit to him, force-fed it to him. And then, like, over time, they got some guys back on defense, too, and then just getting acclimated with some of these weapons. What makes this what makes this even more crazier is he did this with no offseason. I was going to bring that a, up. In the COVID year. Like, son, that is bah. Nana's son. That's that's I like uh, man. I'm not even a no, you I've, I guess you have to be a Tom Brady fan, but it's just like son, his greatness is just like literally out of this world, like bar none. Oh man, but what, what'd you think about the other side? The Packers, oh big letdown, right? I don't understand how like head coaches could make mistakes like that, bro. You have Aaron Rodgers on your team. You are down eight, and you decide to kick a field goal. That makes absolutely no sense to me. Like, the field goal does absolutely nothing to you. Regardless, you have to go and the, score a touchdown. The only – I agree with you 100%. I thought about this all morning. 
the only rationale behind kicking a field goal there is you thinking that you can keep Tampa Bay to a field goal. So then you keep it an eight-score game. That's so it's still a dumb thing. I'm not defending that, but I'm saying but, the only rationale behind it would be that. Still stupid, but that's the only logical reason you would do that. It's like, but why do you even give that? It's back like, to yo, a, who do you like? For me, it just came down to like you really trust your defense over Aaron Rodgers. That's what I feel like it came to. But I feel like there's no way anybody in the world could actually think like that. Like, I don't, uh, I just don't understand how coaches can make, like, how head coaches at the NFL level, because we see it all the time, how they could just make decisions like that. Bro, think about this, right? Think about this. You're playing on Sunday. Oh, my God. And and a team, you know how, like, you could throw it off? Yeah. And, like, you, <laughs> right? Say, say a team, when they do that, and you're on the team that's on defense, you're like, oh, shit, they're giving it away. <laughs> Oh, bro. Oh, so, my. you know, Tampa Bay, when they're kicking the field goal, the, Brady's like, oh, my God, they're kicking a field goal? Oh, they're not getting the rock back? Oh That's exactly what happened. They didn't get the ball back. And then, not only do you kick a field goal, but you you do it playing against the greatest quarterback of all time. Like, come on, son. I, that's just. Yo, you know what game that reminded me of? 2011 when the Giants beat him. You yeah, Hakeem Nix yep. catches he that caught, touchdown, yep. and then Scotty Miller catches <sighs> that touchdown there. Yo, Kevin King is horrible. Listen, man, I don't like slandering athletes. I respect them, but like that dude has been a revolving door of just catches after catches all year. I life. understand that, but even with you being horrible, it's like, how, like, how do you let somebody <laughs> run back? Like, I don't like as bad as you can possibly be. Like, how can you even let that happen, man? Uh, poor guy though, man. I know he is getting the most death threats. He got he got it bad. Yeah, man. Evans was cooking him. Yeah, uh, the Scotty Miller thing. Then he got called on that. Yeah, then the, like they literally then he literally lost the game for that. Uh, it's whew. I send my thoughts and prayers to that man right there because I know he needs them. <clears throat> yeah, I, you know I I don't know if I've ever told you this or if you've seen my tweets. I'd be the worst GM in in sports history. Oh yeah, no. 100%. By the time he got to the tunnel, I'd be like, yo, playbook. <laughs> what? Oh my god, I would do that with like. I could just think of so many, like the Bears kicker with the double doink. Nope. It's over. Like, yo, you're not even like, you got to find your way home. I'm sorry. But like, nah, this is not going to work out. What else? It's another situation. I know it was Lee Evans and I would say the Baltimore. We dropped the touchdown. Yeah. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, take an <laughs> Uber, leave your jersey in your locker. It is over. Like, oh my God. I could, I couldn't, I couldn't deal with that. I couldn't deal with that. Especially if I had the power to do that. Oh, yeah, it's over. Like, yo, you could leave your bags right here. Just call it Uber, my man, because there's no way. There's no way we're allowing you back on this plane. Bro, what about playoff Lenny? I see you rocking the Jaguars. Yeah, the way, man. <laughs> yo, Courage, is a, he's a Jaguars fan. I think he's the only Jaguars fan that I know, but he be repping Duval heavy. Listen, man, I, I pride myself in. I mean, like, not in, like, when I say I'm a Jaguars fan, I mean, like, I go back to, like, Mark Brunel. The Fred Taylor. Fred Taylor was my favorite running back. Yo, I probably know you like close to like eight, nine years. I always knew you as a Jackson. I'd be like, yo, yo why man. is he still rooting for the Jaguars? Man, my man. He's never going to see nine wins. <laughs> my man, Jimmy Smith, Akita McCardell. Like, yo, man. Like, yo, I'm Fred a, Taylor was dope too, Yo, man. my favorite. He's the, I would say he is literally the reason why I became a Jaguars fan. I just remember like, I would say like game day, like. 2000, like, this is like, this is before Madden was a big thing. Like, I just remember playing game day. I believe Terrell Davis was on the cover. 
And like I don't know why. I guess I just liked like Jaguars colors. We did have some dope uniforms. I would say that. But like that used to be, always be my team. Tom Coughlin started there, bro. Yeah. And oh lord, you brought up you brought up Tom, man. I feel like Tom is the reason why. A lot, a lot of the big dogs in Jacksonville left, man. Playoff play uh, Lenny, right? Playoff play Lenny, Allen Robinson, Jalen Ramsey, is Yannick. Oh, Lord. Oh, damn. That's, that's like three, <laughs> yeah, that's four, like, all, come well, three on, old pros, basically. Yeah. But nah, man. Jackson, I'm a definitely. I know I'm one of the few, but I don't care. Because I know. It's going to feel better, bro. It's going to feel better when they start winning. Yeah, man. Because you can point out all the frauds. Yeah, uh-huh. Yo, man. it's The future is bright. I would say that, man. Yo, let me ask you something about the Packers now that you said the future is bright. They take Jordan Love in the draft last year. Oh and then Rodgers has an MVP season. Like he look, he he was a regular season MVP, right? But I don't know if you saw his post post game uh news conference. He was like, It's very uncertain for a lot of guys here, including myself. And that was like a pipe bomb. That was like, whoa, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. See oh. what do you think happens there, dude? You got to have I'm, some balls to be like, yo, Rodgers. There is no way in hell if I'm an owner, I'm allowing any. I don't care what you offer me. If it's not Patrick Mahomes, there is no way in the world Aaron Rodgers is playing quarterback for another team. For me, I, if I was the owner, I would literally sit down with Aaron Rodgers. I would say, you would either have to retire or you will be a Packer this year. Like, I'm, there's, no, there's no trade. We're not having no type of trade talks. You All you would just have to hold out and just stay at home. But there is no that way. Carson Palmer yeah. shit, right? Remember yeah. Carson Palmer did that? Yep. But I would literally tell him, like, there is no way I would allow you to suit up for another team. No way. Especially, and then, like, the rumors are, like, he wants to go, like, you know, he's an L.A. kid. So, he like, trade him to an a NFC team? Oh, my Lord. There's no way in hell. No way in hell I would allow that. None at all. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you, bro. I don't know <laughs> like, how you can give that dude up after just. I don't think. Uh, I. I mean, it's it's also very hard because Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, so he has the power to literally do whatever he wants to do. But me, like, I w- it would just literally be like, I would like, we'll have this meeting. It's like, yo, man, if you really set in stone about, like, leaving, you got to retire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man, you have to, because there's no way I'm not trading you, man. I can't. Can you imagine, like, they trade him to, like, San Francisco somewhere and he goes and wins the Super Bowl? I would like come on, so no, as an owner, you would literally just yeah, cry every night. They would, they yeah. If he goes to, the, if he goes to San Fran, he goes to like the Rams. Jesus, and they're like, "Yo, golf, peace, man." But one thing I would say is, I don't blame him for the way he's feeling, because I feel like they've done like the bare minimum to like actually help him succeed. Like, come on, son. I agree with you on how, that. How, how do you? <laughs> How do you take a quarterback in the first round and then you turn around and you take a running back? When you have two really good ones. <laughs> it would just like, yo, what? Like, uh, so I, I completely 100% understand the way he feels. And then even during the season, there was this whole uh, Will Fuller thing. How do you not pull a plug on that? Even though, shout out to the guy because he ends up getting suspended. But still, it's just like, I feel like they really done the bare minimum to help him. Yo, you know who I've wanted to go to Green Bay for like three years now? Who? Curtis Samuel. Back to the PSAL. He is exactly what they would need, bro. That like, I don't even want to call him a gadget player no more because he really had a career No, he really showed this year. I can be a real receiver. Yeah. Like, yo, that's exactly what they need. I've been been fantasy booking, bro. A guy like him, a guy like Manny Sanders, 
going to Green Bay because 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 you already got the alpha. Like Adams for me is the number one receiver in the league. It's been like that for like the last eighteen months, and I love Julio, but yeah. I think like consistency, bro. Dude scored nineteen touchdowns this year, and he I was missed just about to say that. Have games. My big thing with Julio is like, you gotta score touchdowns, my man. <laughs> and that's just something. As someone that has dumped thousands of dollars on him. On <laughs> Yo, dunking, man, like, I, like, come on, man. Like, you know, 6'4", like, 4'3 speed, 220. Like, he can literally house a slant 90. But it's just like, for some weird reason, he does not get in the end zone. And I really don't understand that. And then you have somebody like Devontae Adams scoring 19 tuds with no legit number two receiver on his team. Like that's that's wild. Yeah, I saw. I think one of my favorite tweets that I've seen in a long time was like Devontae Adams when we were playing the Ramsey and the Rams. Devontae Adams just scored his 19th touchdown this year, and I don't think he has one TikTok dance. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Because that was the week after the, the the Steelers lost to the Browns. Oh my gosh! Yo, I'm I wouldn't even say I'm a Baker Maker Baker Mayfield fan, but I was so happy. I feel like. Quarterbacks, not even just athletes in general. It's like, yo, if you're not good, the first thirty seconds you land on what professional team you play for, then you're automatic bust. And it's just like, Jesus Christ, like, let the man get some time. What is he at? What two, three different uh, OCs? Like, yo, man, let the man cook. So I'm happy. My guy pulled it out for Cleveland. What was it? Twenty three years since they won a playoff game. Like, mm-hmm. how wild is that? Shout out to Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Who got more commercials, him or Pat Mahomes? Definitely Baker, nah, right? Nah, ba- Baker might have more commercials than everybody in the NFL. Combined. <laughs> <laughs> that man is killing it. For real. Hulu has live sports. <laughs> a- AFC side now. I think that stage is too big for Buffalo. They kind of, you know, <sighs> as I was watching that and even the build up to it and then the way it, it transpired. I got some like, oh, we're happy to be here vibes from them. You know what it? Because, <sighs> bro, there's also like, the people dislike the NBA because they're like, yo, we're gonna play 82 games and then it's gonna be the Lakers and the Warriors yeah. again, right? Like that was a, it's gonna be um, Warriors and Cavs. Last couple of years, yeah. that was a big thing. And then, like, bro, I knew back in August, Chiefs were going back to the Super Bowl. For me, what sealed the deal was. Once they re-signed Tyreek, they gave Kelsey his new deal, and then Chris Jones came along. I was like, oh, yeah, back-to-back. 100, like, I'm just so happy I'm an adult, and I get to witness this greatness because Pat Mahomes is a mini-goat, man. It's just like. You know you know what my strong take, like, some people say it's a hot take, but I already think he's the best quarterback of all time. Oh, I Ah oh, man. Now look, 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 let me just let me just okay. Uh, I like this already. I like this already. Bro, his first this is his third year starting in the league. Bro. Two Super Bowl appearances, <laughs> Super Bowl MVP, regular season MVP, 50 touchdowns in one year. Let's not forget, son, 2018, D4 don't line up off sides. You're probably that's, looking that's, at a three that's, that's three Super Bowls. Three Super Bowls in a row, right? And yo. There's there's levels, and I think he's just head and shoulders better than everyone in the league. Like I love Deshaun Watson. I think he's a top five quarterback, but I think like it's Mahomes, and then you start at it's, number it's, two. Nah, yeah, then it's the rest of the world because it's just like, yo, it's like they're almost like toying with the NFL, man. It's like yo, they're literally 
doing whatever they want on a football field. Bro, and it, and I've it's been the saying that. that. Yo, when they ran that play against the Panthers, where they ran him in motion, yo, I was like, I didn't even know you could motion the QB. How are you motioning a quarterback? He came back around and th- like, come <clears throat> on, son. It's really crazy, and they don't they don't give a fuck who's out there. They're just like, yo, you run four three. Oh, 4-4? Four, four? All right, no problem. And I, get out there. Oh, man, and I love it. I love it so much, man. Like, come on, son. Guys, I, like he, he, they're literally out there doing whatever you want. Like, it just seems like such a fun team, son. I love watching them play. But, yeah, no, 100%. Pat. I mean, it just, we never. Oh, my fault, too. You're good, you're good. <laughs> I'm not editing that out, so they just heard whatever the fuck that room tone that was. Nah, but it's just like, Pat Mahomes' greatness is just like. It's just like out of this world. Like, yo, we've never seen. Like, yo, look, Brady, anything close Brady, to this. Brady is easily the most accomplished. Like, that's not a, and, and he's the GOAT, yeah. But I think when it's all said and done, I, I think like Mahomes is just, I feel like without giving away too much, I feel like this Super Bowl coming up in two weeks, it got some passing of the torch vibes. 100%, man. 100%. And I, oh, man. I kind of gave away what I feel about the Super Bowl. Yeah, too. but. For, <laughs> Kind of because we both we both had the same thing of what like what we think is gonna happen. I just feel like it was already set, man. I feel like it was set in stone in August. Like, there's nobody. <laughs> I don't think there's a team that could just line up with them and literally stop them. Like you, like there is like Pat Mahomes does not have a kryptonite, man. He doesn't. It's only if he gets hurt. Yeah. That's that's the only way that you can stop him. Really, yo, it's crazy. I ju- I read a tweet on Twitter. What was it? Maybe like yesterday. I don't remember who tweeted. Maybe like I think Dan Olowski tweeted. He was like, "Yo, Pat Mahomes probably practiced like three times in like, in like the last two weeks. Was in comp- um, concussion protocol and come out and go. What do you go? Twenty eight for thirty five, three tuds. Like, come on, son. That's crazy. Yeah, it's wild. And and his, <laughs> and his his weapons are absurd too. Like Kelsey's, Kelsey is absolutely ridiculous. Ty Tyreek is just like. Where do you where do you put Kelsey on his tight end? This all time list, bro. I think like. Look, Gronk in the red zone is probably better than him, but and he's probably a better blocker. But bro, Kelsey, Kelsey would have led the league in yards this year yeah, as a tight man. end. That's wild. I think he, man, he might be up because he was doing this with Alex Smith too. See, not, that's not what, as productive, but he was. But still he was like still, a yeah, yards. exactly. He was still a monster. Man, if he's not one, he's two. <laughs> like he surpassed Gates. I think yeah. I know Tony Gonzalez is over there too, but like. Tony G kind of birthed it for everybody. But, man, Kelsey, it's hard for him not to be on the Mount Rushmore of tight ends. No, 100%. 100%. And then you got Tyreek, who I think, I think Tyreek's a top five receiver in the league, too. You know what it is? People don't really respect Tyreek as a receiver. Like, people just look and think he's just, like, overly fast. But if you really watch Kansas City play, there is no route that he can't run. Mm-hmm. And there is not too many people in the NFL, if there is, that can guard him. Yeah. Like, you know who he reminds me of? Steve Smith with speed. I like that. The way he... The, I'm talking about the Panthers. Yeah, I'm, no, yeah. of course. I mean, you know, <laughs> see, we had... Hey, 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 listen. He won, he won a Super Bowl. Yo, he won oh a Super Bowl. My, my guy caught like 108 <laughs> passes. Then he went to Philly. Fuck him. But, but yo, Steve Smith on the Panthers. Like, uh, uh, the way he's... They're both kind of undersized, right? Like, yeah, Steve 100%. Smith was a 6'5". You know, Tyreek's not 6'3", like Julio and Devontae. They're undersized wide receivers, but they're fucking dogs, man. They go yeah. up there, contested catches. They're tough, but you have that speed factor. Yeah, which no, is yeah, he is by far the most explosive athlete. Bro, I posted his route in 
against uh, the slant. The, 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 the slant thing. The way he like, took, what, 71 without getting touched? It's so this, wild. It's crazy how you, like, there's no, like, boom, 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 and get out. It's just one step, boom, I'm gone. And, like, one step and literally left the corner. Like, God. Corner. Uh, they had him contained. And yeah, he it was. broke out. It was crazy. <laughs> what I, it's, oh, man. I couldn't even imagine lining up against something like that. Like, that's wild. I like how you said something. <laughs> yeah, no, because, no. Freak. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's literally a different, like, you know what I mean? Like, he has the right. Nick, like he is literally a cheetah on a football field. He like he's special, man. And I wish I wish more people respect him, respected him, well respect him as a receiver because he's definitely one of one. Of, he's definitely a top five receiver in this game. Yeah, I feel you on that. Like one hundred percent. I feel you on that, dude. As we start to wrap up, I uh we got into a little tweet exchange. Uh, not even an exchange. I don't want to make it seem yeah, like, like we, we, were beefing, yeah, yeah. we were beefing. Yeah, no, we were beefing. <laughs> but uh. Dude, how long have you been a UFC fan, bro? Because I always see you I would like, say, you always tweet about UFC. And I know you're a fan, but I'm just curious, like, how long, how far back we go. I would say the Chuck Lindell. Oh, wow. You're even further back. Oh, than yeah, I am. yeah. I would say the, the first Chuck Lindell Rampage fight, I would say that's what made me. A oh, UFC damn. Fan. That's like mid 2000s. Yeah. You know what's crazy? My, my brother was on this. My brother was like, he used to watch like all the, the create like prides and stuff. Yeah. My brother, he was a big Royce Gracie person, so he kind and then he wrestled in high school, so he kind of put me on, mm. onto uh, UFC. But I would say Chuck Lindell, the Iceman, that was my god. Permanent mohawk as a haircut, like you have to be a savage. Hell yeah. That. But I would say I would say that the Chuck Lindell rampage. I, that's the fight I could vividly remember. When I really started getting into Damn, it. Damn, son, that's why. I, I got into UFC in 2010. GSP, Dan Hardy. Oh, wow. I was in Cancun. I've told this story at nauseum, but just to, to skip through it, I was on spring break, Cancun, one of my buddies, George, huge UFC fan. Like like you, like before it was popping to be yeah, a UFC okay. fan. And then he's like, yo, we got to go. It's the last time we're here. I got to watch this. I got to watch this. And all my other friends are like, bro, we're in Cancun. We're trying to get girls and shit. Like, we're not going to watch a fight. <laughs> I was like, yo, bro, my stomach was off too and shit. So I'm like, yo, I'll come with you, man. And it was just crazy. GSP, he's, he's my favorite fighter of all time. That's fire. So we had a, we had a big card over the weekend, man. Connor oh, Dustin. Oh, my gosh, man. I, I think we were, we were talking about how, like, and I was saying this last week when I had Boss on. And I bet it, too. I Shout picked, out to Boss, by the way. That's my guy. That's my guy, too. This motherfucker pulled up and gave me these, like, weird-ass IPAs that are 12% alcohol. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I had three of them yesterday. I'm like, bro, <laughs> someone took my phone away. I was pretty <laughs> fucked up. Shout out to Boss, man. Boss comes up with these, like, random-ass four-pack IPAs. And before That's you know it, it's like 12% alcohol. You have two of them. You're like, oh, I hate no, they're, I can't stand yeah. them. But, bro, um, I, I bet Dustin. Okay. But I picked Connor. And the reason why is because anytime Connor fights, the lines are inflated. I could imagine. Everybody was, I mean, the line opened up at minus 175, meaning $175 to win 100. It got up to minus 300. And I was just saying to myself, That's I'm, wild. Like, I'm like, yo, Dustin's plus 250. Like, yeah, I might be donating because I think Connor's going to win. Yeah. But based off value and principle, like, I have to bet Dustin because he's too good to be that exactly. big of a dog. Yo, it's crazy. I was watching the press conference. It was just like Connor, Connor, Connor. Yeah, Connor, man. Connor. It's like, yo, Jesus. Yo, it, it literally was 
All right, next question for Connor. For Connor, for Connor. Yo, it was Dan Hooker, Dustin, Dustin, Connor, 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 Yo, Chandler. It, it was, it was, it was so wild. It was like they were just making out to be like Dustin was like a scrub. Yeah, like 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 he didn't Being belong. Fed. Yeah, like like he didn't belong there. It's crazy because I thought Connor would win too. Because I just thought I I didn't see like calf kicks for scene. I just thought it would be a straight up. Yo, you ever got calf kicked? No, and I pray I never. Bro, happens. <laughs> I, w- I went to jujitsu one time, and uh, Sergio. I asked him, I'm like, "Yo, calf. This is after Volkanovski Holloway. Oh the first my time. God. Remember that one? Yeah, I remember that. I'm like, bro, what's good with calf kicks? So shit's hurt, and he just finished eating. And he's like, "Yo, you want me to throw a calf kick at you? I was like, "Not really." <laughs> but he's like, he's like, "Yo, bro. Uh, he's like, I'll throw one. He's like, I promise you, twenty percent. I was like, I can live with that." Fucking buckled me. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm sticking that's to jujitsu. No striking. That, yeah, man. Bro, it's the one part of your like body where all the muscles in your calf and it can't go anywhere. Yeah. Like it's not like a quad where like it could go up yep. and it could like maybe go to your hamstring. And that shit is just straight muscle. There's no like bone behind it. It's a weird ass feeling. And you know, I thought Connor won that first round. I no, I I hear he won on all three scorecards. So yeah, yeah, so 10 so, 9. And then tremendous by Mike Brown and, and America Top Team, who's like, they're probably, if not the best, they're like top no, three yeah, best 100%. Camps. And they're like, yo, calf kick him. And then you saw Connor was like, yeah, put the you weight know, on the lead leg. It's, it's so easy with him, too, because he got that big old wide stance. Wide stance, yeah, it's hard for him to check. It's, it's crazy. I was just watching Connor's press conference. He's like, yo, man, <laughs> my leg swelled up like a football. <laughs> oh, my calf. It's that's crazy. Oh man, I mean, I pray nobody calf kicks me ever. <laughs> I mean, that's just something I'm not, I'm not trying to feel because the way people describe it, they say it like it really, really, really sucks. It's yeah, it's no joke, man. Yeah, it's I, it's a it's a foot coming to the back of your your calf. It's dude, even when you check kicks, yo, I was gonna say that, bro. Even when you check kicks, like you you're getting beat up. It's not like oh he checked it like yeah, it don't like, hurt him. It's no, like nah, bro, that's oh shit my on God. shit. See, that's why you. Uh, that's why I respect UFC so much because that is, I would say that is probably one sport like you. I don't think there's an, a, like a good enough amount of money like I I could be like, that's like one of the one sport that I could be like, yo, I like, I can't do this. That there's no there's no athlete I respect more than a MMA fighter. One hundred percent. Even ones that are like on the regional scene, which I think are even crazier because you're like, damn, bro, you're not even getting bread. Yeah, for this yet. exactly. Like you you're like a middle school teacher and you yeah. like you, and you want to get flying elbows to the face and stuff. So like shout out to them. And they're also like the most dangerous people in the world. But yo, they're also the nicest people. Oh, I've, I've never a- met one. Bro, I've been able to interact with a bunch of them through the years and also my buddy Jared, he's fighting February twentieth. He has a Fire. big fight. If he wins his fight, man, he might be able to call out a guy in the top fifteen and it'd be a credible opponent. He's on a two fight win streak. This would be three if he could beat him. The guy's coming off a knockout win. So it's a big fight for Jared. But like, yo, fucking gentlemen. But I think, you know why? Because of what you said, bro. Like, they're fucking savages. And I think it's, bro, I think it's knowing that you could do some wild shit to someone that makes you just be like, oh, you call me a bitch? Like, yeah, I don't have to act tough because I I know. Because I know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I never really thought about it like that way. But no, yeah. Man. I could 100% say UFC is my my second favorite sport. Like it's football and UFC 100% after. I think I think that's that's mine also. You ever been to a card? No, man. Bro, I want to, man. to. I want to. I It's crazy. I think uh me and my brother was uh we were supposed to go to the John Jones card 
I don't remember who he was fighting, but I know he was fighting in Madison Square Garden, and we were supposed to go to that fight. But uh, my brother's in the military, so he ended up having leave orders, and we couldn't make it. But that is that is top notch, one hundred percent at the top of my bucket list. Like I have to. Is there's another thing I've said at nauseum too that it's my favorite sporting event to go to now. Yeah, First I of could, all, you're gonna drop bread. That's one hundred percent okay. You're gonna drop like two to three hundred bucks, but bro, especially like, uh, you strike me for someone that likes to watch the whole card. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean prelims and all of that. Yeah. Like. So bro, you're gonna get to the garden at like six for a six thirty card. You're not gonna get out of there till one a.m. Like yo, you're there for six seven hours. That's fine. And the best part is like your brother's like yo, Jaleel, it's your turn to go get beers. You're not gonna be like fuck, man. I'm gonna miss something. You'll be like all right, yo, after the fight, like. They, they space it, it out, out nice. where, like, you could go piss, you could go get your food, That's you want nice. merch, and you don't got to rush for nothing. And we be getting fucked up Because <laughs> you're Yo, just man. there for, for all this time, and Yo, you're drinking. Yo, I... <sighs> we, went to, we went to Diaz and Mazadol, the guys and I. That is... Um, <clears throat> I, know, I, know, I know it was crazy, man. That was lit. What do you think happens now between Dustin, Connor? Like, let, let, let's go with Dustin. What do you think happens first? Well, he's 100% half... I mean, <laughs> did you see Khabib's... His his uh his quote that what Dana White said yeah yeah so I'm guessing Khabib just doesn't come back. <clears throat> I feel like it gotta be Oliveira and Poirier. You see, but it's not that's not the way it's sounding. It's sounding like the way I I watched Dana's press conference and it sounded like he's gonna give it to Chandler. He did make a very legendary debut, but I feel like that's just not. I feel like Oliveira deserves that shot, man. Yeah. You know, you just vacated. Dustin is 100% in that slot. And then just... And you can't... I would say maybe Oliveira and Chandler fight for that spot. But then, like, it's still doing a disservice to Oliveira. Because, like, I feel like he put in the work. And yeah, and that did, performance he had against Tony. Which was... <clears throat> oh, man. My, my, to use the wrestling term, fantasy booking... You do Oliveira Poirier for the for the vacant title. You do Gaethje Chandler. Let's not forget, bro. Gaethje's last fight was against Habib. It's not like he he jobbed out. Yeah, and, man. And like, I, yo, losing to Habib, like everybody lost to Habib. <laughs> so it's not a bad loss when you lose to Habib. It's not at all. So you do you do Poirier Oliveira for the belt. You do Gaethje Chandler. Okay. And if there's ever a time to do Nate and Connor three. Or, or I got a good one for you. You ready for this one? I'm listening. Connor Tony. You got some storyline there called the McNuggets. <sighs> yeah. Going back to the day, like both coming off a loss. Both coming off losses. Both coming off. Well, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Tony lost twice. Connor, Connor only lost once. I, I keep forgetting the Cerrone fight. Yeah, it happened. Like a weird one. <laughs> it happened so fast. But. Because, like, yo, you could put Connor Tony on a pay per view and, like, people are going to be like, yo, what? The only thing is with the way the with the way Tony lost his last two fights, does he deserve a Connor shot? Like does does he deserve that? That's a very fair point. Because I had I had a Connor in Max. But it's kind of weird cuz I know Connor's never going back down to 145. And I don't know how Max is what 155. I mean, Max is like an ultimate savage and he says he'll fight anybody. Well, he fought the one time against Poirier at 155. And I feel like in that fight, it clearly showed, like, no. The Max, power. Yeah, Max, you are not a 55 Yeah, you're not all. a 55er. I agree with you on that, yeah. So it's, uh, even though Max doesn't have to do nothing because he's 100% getting a title shot, his next fight, 
But um, yeah, I don't. It's it's a lot of it's a lot of people out there. From I would say because Nate said he's already committed to fifty five. I would say you have to make that Connor Connor and Nate trilogy. I think that would be the best bet because I don't know if I don't know if Tony if you could give Tony a Connor fight the way with the way he lost like he's been dominated. Yeah, his last two fights like it's. Two yeah, pretty even, bad even, losses, Even man. against Gaethje, he got pieced up, and he only had that one moment where he dropped Gaethje in, like, the second or third I think round. it was, like, I think it was the end of the second. Se- at, yeah. like, the buzzer. Yeah. But besides that, bro, like, he you was, can't remember was, anything It was that pure fight. domination. And then what Oliveira did to him, it was like, whoa. Yeah. Like, this is this is supposed to be what you do. Like, you was on the ground, and you literally, he literally dominated you on the ground. So, I don't know. Tony's in a weird spot, man. You know, he's not young. He's not a young guy. Yeah, he's, he's pretty like 36. Yeah, he's pretty up there in age. So. And he was very, he's a very active fighter, too. Like, yeah. Even when he would tear his ACL or some shit, tripping over fucking <laughs> TV wires, he would come back, like, yes. way quicker yeah. than people expected. So, I don't, ooh, I, I love this 55 division, though, man. It's, Is that your favorite division in the UFC? I would say, I would say yes. It's probably, it's definitely the most stacked. Yeah, 100%. I would say... I would say yes, but no, because my favorite fighter is at 170. Who's one? Yeah, shout out to the Nigerian Nightman, man. That's my guy, man. Yo, one of, the best, one of the best bets, best nights of betting in UFC ever. He was like a plus 180 underdog. We were in Miami when he fought Woodley. Oh, my God. And I remember telling Eric and Boss, I'm like, bro, he's going to beat him. I was like, I can't believe he's the dog. He's like, yo, Woodley, most dominant 170. I was like, man, this dude is legit. Like, he can match Woodley everywhere. And then he just fucking ragdolled him. Dominant. It was kind of sad to see. It was like, whoa. Because I was kind of a Woodley fan, too. But I was 100% rooting for Usman. And then when he was just ragdolling, like, Woodley everywhere, it was like, whoa, this is. Yo, you know he has no cartilage in his knees? Yeah, that's wild, man. How crazy is that? That's that's nuts. Like, he literally says it, like, when when I'm done with fighting, I know I have to Knee replacement. (laughs) Yeah, like. Bro, what? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, that's, yo, man. Once again, UFC fighters are different, yeah, man. They fact. are different. It's really crazy. Uh, last thing, man. Let me ask you this: He's fighting Burns. Uh, they announced Ngannou and Stipe, uh, Volkanovski, Ortega. Give me, give me a fight that you're excited for coming up. Yo, what about you? Know who my favorite fighter is? Who? Adesanya. Oh my god! Of course. Him. The- it's weird, right? Because my two favorite fighters. Or Adesanya and Whitaker. Ooh, I love Whitaker, bro. Yo, that's the most conflicted I've ever been on a, in a fight. When them two fought, I was like, fuck, yo, I don't know. Did you bet? I ended up betting uh, Whitaker. The first? Are you bet? Oh, damn, that's that's crazy. And now you got Jan, Jan and, and Izzy, too, which, yo, let me ask you this, man. Do you like when guys fight in two divisions? I'm not a fan of it, bro. Are you really? Yo, because think about it, right? He's a champ at 185. He's going to fight in March. Yeah. For 205. He's going to win that. Then he's going to take six months off and defend what belt? Then you just stole a whole division. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it would only work if you're active. Like, I mean, uh, yeah, but it's like an ultimate, like, yo, I'm really like. That dude. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, like, I so I, I understand. Yeah, it does suck because now you're, you're, you're stalling. You're, you're basically holding up two divisions. Because, yo, if he was to stay at 185. I think he would be Habib. I think he could get to whenever he would want to yeah, walk away. I don't. There's levels, bro. Like th- he's way better. Like what he did to Costa, 
a jo- uh, oh our, our boy Josh is a big Costa fan. I'm oh, like, was he really? <laughs> I'm like, bro, you know he's going to get pieced up by Izzy. Right? <laughs> yeah, I, the I, fight played out exactly. Yeah. I said exactly how that fight was going to play out. You too skinny, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, he's a Nah, he's a he's a he's definitely an entertainer. But nah, yeah, it's like Yeah, I don't really see any threats. I mean, I guess they run it back with Robbie. I for the I mean, he he had a nice I don't who did with a Cannonair, right? Mm-hmm. He just pieced up. Cannonair and then he beat Till. Yeah, also. so I Yeah, you give you give you give Whitaker the rematch, but it's like I, I don't really know if anybody in that division is taking Izzy out, man. Nah. There was hype on like Strabazian and then he lost the Brunson. Yeah, it's just like I love I love the I love the two oh five move because I don't think I don't think I think Izzy like I think he's very calculated on why he's doing it because I see he I'm pretty sure he's seen like yo know, like I can I can piece up Jan pretty easy. Jan's also a former one eighty five or two. He used to fight at one eighty five, so it like he is big. No, that guy. But it's huge. like he's also like he has one eighty five in him too. So. That's interesting. Yeah. Then eventually, I one thing I would say, like, I'm all for like all time sport, like big events, big fights. I don't want to see John and Izzy fight, man. I really, don't, I don't. Bro, you might be the only person that I've ever heard say that. <laughs> because I risk, oh, man. I feel like John Jones doesn't have anything to prove. I feel like in mixed martial arts, John Jones is the goat. Now, whether you want to talk about his outside life. The man had the belt for 10 years, and the only time he lost it is because he was suspended for doing something wild. But it just well, like... it was the elbow. It was His only like, real oh, yeah, loss he had, was the, the 12-6 yeah, elbow. The, but I, so I feel like... I feel like John Jones, is a, he's already a GOAT. He has nothing to prove. And then it's just like, yo, Israel's like... He's the new kid on the block. I, it's because it's like a little bit like your Robbie and, and Israel situation, where it's like I'm a fan of both, so I don't want to see them win, and I feel like they're they're both at the top of like UFC right now. So like I feel like them fighting each other eventually, you have to knock one off, and that's I don't know if I'm ready to see that, man. I don't know, and I also don't think there's a way Israel wins. I don't I don't mm. see it. That's a big that's a big jump in weight. Yeah, I'm ner- I'm nervous about him him fighting Jan. Are you? Yeah, man, because I I think like that Polish power shit is legit. Oh, one hundred percent. Like, yo, I know I know Luke Rockhold and some of his boys. Oh, and that's they, fire. They told me that like uh, he they didn't expect him to be that strong. Nah, yeah, he flatlined Luke. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> broke his jaw, bro. Yeah, that shit was not. Nah, fun. Polish Polish people are definitely different. But what I think I think I think Israel is so skilled. With his striking, that I think it would just be like he'll just be playing peekaboo with Jan all fight. Mm-hmm. I don't think he would take him. I don't think he'll get him out of there. But I think it would be a, a very easy five round fight. Like, I think so. Just piece him up. Yeah, him. piece him up. Yeah, like, stay out of the way. Yeah, you know, yeah. leg kicks here and there. And I think the further along the fight goes, Jan is just going to start get frustrated, and he's going to start throwing the big old shots. And I think Izzy's just too skilled because he doesn't really get. I hit like that, man. The only guy that really popped him was Gastelum. Yeah, man. Yeah, he he got clipped. But besides that, he's more of a stick and move. Boom, boom, boom. I'm out. I'm making you miss and I'm making you look crazy. So I think he's definitely going to have a speed advantage on Jan. So I think he can get away with that. Now with Jones, I don't really see a way of him winning. Because I feel like Jones is good enough 
to stand. Jones is 100% stronger than Izzy. And then Jones is like, if I want to, I can literally wrestle you. And Israel really hasn't, like, yeah, he beat Derek Brunson. He defended a couple takedowns, but he hasn't really shown that he can really wrestle. And John Jones is a D1 wrestler. Like, yeah. So it's it's really, I don't know, man. Yo, how crazy is that family? Yo. I always said that. They're like top five the scariest families alive. Yo, and think about this one. This, this, this might blow your mind, too. You see them three at a bar, <laughs> not knowing which one are you probably picking a fight with. John Jones, you, no? Yeah, from, from looking at him, you I'm, like, I'm, oh, I'm he's skinny. About, like, you're looking at yeah. him, not knowing that they're professional athletes and fighters. <laughs> Just right. like strictly stereotyping and judging a book by its cover. You're looking at John Jones. You're like, yo, he's the smallest of the three. 100%. And meanwhile, and this guy. Throwing elbow at you and shit. And then, do you 100% pick the wrong one? Because John Jones would actually fight you. <laughs> you that, know? That, like, too, that too. That's, yeah. the, that's the wildest thing. Yo, shout out to John Jones' parents because how do you breathe two Pro Bowl defensive linemen and the greatest two, fight two, of all? Two Super Bowl champs. Yeah, two Super Bowl champs and then the greatest mixed martial arts fighter. Like, that's that's wild. That's really wild, man. <laughs> that's so crazy, son. That's crazy. Yo, Courage, you're the man, bro. Nah, this is bro. fun. I appreciate I, you coming in. Sort of last minute, I hit you up yesterday and I was like, yo, I know a place where we can shoot the shit. Yo, man, I love it, me. though. Yo, things tend to work out the best like that. Real last minute, spur yeah, of the moment yeah, type. Yeah. So I'm happy. I'm happy I was able to come share this. This is this is fire, man. This thank you, fire. thank you, man. It means a lot. I appreciate it. Yo, Thanks man, I'm with, I'm willing to come back. You know, we got some stack cards coming in the future. Sports, you know, uh, football season's coming to an end, but you know, basketball. Mm-hmm. That's when basketball starts to pick up. My league will be back soon in April. Full nice. go. So. Nice, yeah, man. We def- sure. I'll definitely, definitely come back, chop it that. up, man. What's uh, give me, give me the social media so people could go and check you out. Um, AKA Courage on Instagram, Twitter, no underscores. AKA, uh, AKA C O U R G. Um, yeah, man, that's pretty much it. I'm not a big Facebook person, so I would say Twitter and Instagram. Nah, stay on Facebook. It get too long. Though, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would say Instagram, Twitter. AKA Courage on everything, man. Cool. I'm going to have the handles in there, too, guys. Going to show them some love. And, yo, you know what I'm going to need for you? I'm going to need you to send me a video of that, of you playing in there so I can post it, too, so people know what we're talking about. Got you, got you, got you. Guys, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Clogging the lane, I'm feeling the strain. I'm here for the spot to be filled. Not to be cocky, but all of you watching while I'm in the cup paying property bills. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from RootMetric's second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.